welcome everybody back to the Peregrine Podcast. That still needs a name. So if anybody's out there, please give me a name. But this is episode two of that podcast. I am your host, starting pitcher for the Acadia Peregrines, James Poblano. And this week, joining me is new acquisition as of the offseason, first baseman, Will the Thrill. Will, how are you doing tonight? Oh, not too bad, Pabs. And how are you? I'm doing pretty well. And it's Friday night, so that's good. It sounds like we both have an actual weekend to look forward to, so that's always nice. Yeah, first one in a while. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be like high of 39 tomorrow, so that's not going to be great, but that's okay. I mean... Speedy burbs, we can deal with the cold, but it is what it is. October's just going to give us cold weather here to close out the month, but that's okay. Um, otherwise, we just finished up our second game of season five. Didn't go how we wanted. We did end up losing to the Beholders four to two, but we didn't get shut out. That happened to us, I think, last year, maybe once. Uh, we scored a couple of runs. That's a positive thing. We had a really good performance from Vic. But overall, can't complain too much about the game, and we'll get to that in a little bit. But obviously, Will, you joined the team in the offseason. You've been in MLN for a little bit. Can you talk to us a little bit about how you ended up joining the team, how George reached out to you, if you knew anybody else who had been on the team before, how that kind of worked, and just kind of walked your way through joining the clubhouse here in Acadia? Well, uh, I'd have to say I really didn't even know when – free agency opened. I just knew I wasn't going to be with the wave runners this year. You know, I kind of had that discussion as soon as we got put out of the playoffs, it was a, mm-hmm. Hey, we're going to separate. And I was just like, all right, that's fine by me. I was cool with that. And so um, I know George reached, I think he reached out me to me like the day of the start of free agency. And yeah, I was, was on top of stuff. Yeah. I was at work and he just messaged me. He was like, Hey, um, I was just kind of seeing your interest and I, you know, I told him to begin with, I wasn't really looking for a starting spot on a team, you know, if you wanted to platoon me or just get me to play every, every other game or something. And, you know, I was, I had had another team reached out actually within our division. I won't spoil that for anyone that doesn't want to know uh, <laughs> Grizzlies. <laughs> and um, I, you know, I kind of just went and joined the clubhouse, you know, saw some people that I recognized from some other stuff like FCF and yep. MLR and stuff. Um, you know, with you and George and JP being here, that was kind of like three people I already kind of knew. And it was good to get in on the ground, you know, on the ground level with people like y'all. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, me and Quaddy had some talks about who he'd got offers from and who he thought about like signing with and it kind of came down to like as soon as free agency opened George was like he gave me you know the official do you want to sign here Mm -hmm. offer or whatever and I didn't honestly I didn't take much time or really hesitate to make that decision I kind of I knew between the two teams which one I knew more people on and which one you know has had their MLR or MLN success or whatever and I kind of just decided I was like you know I'm gonna go to Acadia see how it is and so far I've really enjoyed the clubhouse I've really enjoyed you know I've enjoyed the team I really enjoy the people on it you and George and QJ and you know it's it's been a fun experience so far and then within like an hour well y'all hadn't signed QJ until 
after I had signed or I signed yep. and then like an hour later he signed and it was just kind of like, Hey, this is, this is kind of cool. We didn't expect to play on the same team. And it just kind of fell together like where that happened. So. Yep. No, we were definitely, I mean, as I talked last time, George was very active in terms of putting together a list of folks you might want to talk to. And he was very upfront. It's like, yeah, I mean, Will's out there. We were all, like you said, we're all in FCF, the OTP league that we run. And you had just come off winning a championship there. So we were enjoying that and just had some good interactions. Like, yeah, might as well reach out. There's no harm in doing so. So very happy to bring you in. Very happy to have you playing for us. And yes, I can't, you're playing more than you probably anticipated, which is fine right now. You are contributing. You had a home run this game. That was awesome. So it's been very good. Like you said, yeah, you know, a bunch of people. And as we talked before we started recording, so yeah, we can talk about, yeah, we can try to make an effort to win, but we're not going to make it the end all be all. We want to make sure that people in our clubhouse or in the non-clubhouse channels have a good time, that they enjoy the experience of hopping into the Acadia server and know that, okay, hey, yeah, you can come here and you can have a good time doing something, talking about stuff. And that's really kind of the big goal. And as we look at like, okay, what the perception of the Acadia Peregrines are, it's like, yeah, we're not going to probably be the best team. And we haven't been the best team in MLN so far, but we're going to be a place where it's like, yeah, you can come and have a good time. You can hang out. You can get as much out of it as you want. And we're not going to try to force anybody into doing something that they don't really want to do. Uh, it's a big thing of, hey, have fun again. This clubhouse has been together for three plus years. And the core folks who are still here definitely have enjoyed each other's company. It's like, yeah, that's why we're still around. And that's why yeah, George, JP, and I, and Quaddy are in the OTP league together. It's like, yeah, we knew each other from this and branched out from there. So it's been a very good time so far. And we're very happy to have brought you in and you're playing well so far, which is awesome. And it seems like, yeah, you're fitting right in. There's no, doesn't seem like there's any kind of like growing pains at all, which is awesome. Yeah. I, like I said, I enjoy, like I said, before we started recording, I kind of just enjoy having the, you know, having the good clubhouse doesn't have to really focus on winning. You know, of Mm -hmm. course everybody wants to win, but you know, if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. At the end of the day, it's about how much fun we have down here together. And, you know, even if we aren't super active at times, it's, it's when we all come together and, you know, we have some good conversations here and there and it's just, Mm -hmm. you know, it's a good break from the reality that we have. So that's kind of the big thing. It's like, yeah, this is an opportunity for someone to come in and nest, like they can try to, they can be a little bit of escapism. It can be kind of whatever, which is good. Um, Turning back towards, well, before we get to the game again, let's talk about MLM. I mean, as I said before, I'm not the most knowledgeable person outside of the Peregrine. So how long have you been in MLM? You said you were with the Wave Runners last year. So it would have been season four. When did you join MLN. Season three draft class. Okay. So I was drafted. Yep. Third season, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was drafted by, I was actually, funny story, drafted by Gas House, traded to Bluffs Bay within 15 minutes, mm-hmm. 15, 20 minutes. I was a gorilla and then I proceeded to be a flappy boy. And, you know, that. It went well. The first season did just, you know, towards the end of the 
end of it, I had gotten a lot more invested in FCF and MLR. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of, you know, I was actually a pitcher and I've yeah. already kind of read ahead on the questions. So I'm not going to get into that yet. Yep. No, that's okay. But I, uh, I switched in the off season knowing I wasn't going to have as much time for MLN. Mm-hmm. I switched to batting. And then, you know, um, Sabre and a few other people that were on the wave runners reached out to me and were like, hey, you should come here next year. And Quaddy talked me into it. And that I just ended up, that's where I ended up being. Yeah. And it, it was a it was a decent experience. You know, I my first year hitting, I hit, I think I hit like 400, you know, 400. And I built a speedy build and I attempted a stolen base once. Oh, no. Buddy. I did not attempt a stolen base last season. And Dude that was like one of my disappointed. Yeah, one of my big reasons for being a speedy build. Like it, it just felt like every time I got on base, there was somebody ahead of me. But oh. uh, I, you know, batted 400, didn't have a home run, didn't have a walk either. Mm-hmm. I, I thought that was really weird. I played an entire season without the best result and without the worst on base result you could have. Yeah. And I just, you know, it's funny seeing you. Seeing your average and your on-base percentage, the exact same number. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then? And then season, off-season, I ended up here. Cool. In Acadia. And so far, really liked it, really enjoy it. That's awesome to hear. There are still 12 more games, so there's plenty of time for that to change. But <laughs> until that happens, we'll take any kind of positive experience we can get for you. So that's great. Um as you said, you are a part of the other league as well. So you've got plenty of fake baseball experience, plenty of number guessing, number submitting experience. So that's always good to see. We definitely enjoy bringing in folks like yeah. that again. I was actually a backwards person. I started with MLN and mm-hmm. then went to MLR. That's so very like, backwards. You know, most people start with MLR, move to MLN mm-hmm. kind of deal. It was completely opposite. I caught MLN on their sticky day or oh, some kind of mm-hmm. recruitment on our baseball or our final yep. league. And uh, I just ended up played on a rookie team that was terrible. I think we had two alts on that team. Oh, gosh. And there may have been 15 messages sent in the server. Mm-hmm. It was just not a fun experience. I pitched all like five rookie league games, had like a terrible ERA, didn't expect to even get drafted, was like looking. And I was like, well, this was a little fun experience. Time to move on. Yep. And it's, you know, it's kind of blossomed into so much more mm-hmm. because I, I, that's how I found FCF. I went MLN, FCF, MLR is actually my, how I did those three leagues and mm-hmm. the timing of joining them. Yeah. It's like, I mean, I think I was in a rookie league way back when in MLR and I don't really remember it. So yeah, I think those would be, that can get a little awkward. And then if you're just not sure how you're going to, kind of join a team once that happens yeah i think it definitely can be a bit of a head scratcher and a little concerning in terms of okay this initial experience is really not so good but i do think mln especially since we haven't expanded for a couple of seasons now that really has like okay we've got a core of teams that hopefully have got an established set of servers for each of the teams and they're going to have a certain culture but it's been established and you're not trying to like put a hodgepodge of players together as you expand to 
18 or 20 teams. Um, I, I mean, I feel like even in MLR, that, that's what it's just a, you know, it's hard to get a good group of players mm-hmm. on a team. And so I, I, that's one thing I think MLN's done really well is limiting the, you know, the expansion and expanding rosters like one, like to y'all went from 15 to 16 last year. And that was like y'all's big, that was a big, big deal. change of that the league. Yeah. Big deal. Um, I, and I think then that goes a lot to the leadership of MLN, which I mean, it's Pops and Pops does a lot of stuff for this. So he does a lot of good stuff. I mean, you've seen him with FCF as well. And oh, yeah. I mean, a lot of the other leadership in there as well. And I can't necessarily say like, oh, hey, yeah, all of these people have contributed in amazing ways. I mean, for me, Pops is unfortunately the face. So everybody else, sorry, I'm just, I just in Maine that much. I know, so, I know Jeff's there. Jeff is there. Jeff, Jeff is great. Jeff is great. Yes. But 10 out of 10 recommend being friends with Jeff. Um, yeah, like if I'm going to jump over to, I don't even, okay, I'm going to click on the server, like leadership group. Okay. Pops, Jeff. Um, oh, TVK Larry is from the Slayers. Okay. I mean, I recognize the name, but it's just like, it's in one ear out the other. It's just flying over the head. It's like, okay, that's a person. I recognize some of these names, but I just, it, that's a personal choice of mine not to have been that invested in like the main, but I feel like I've been very much involved with the stuff that's gone on with the Acadia server and no folks and there. I, um, I don't blame you for not being invested in main. It's a little crazy. Even, even in MLR, I just avoid that place Ooh. altogether. Yeah. Y'all are a little crazy sometimes and I get enough crazy just everywhere else. So I'm okay. Um, but again, like there's been, MLN's been really, really stable. And I think that's hard to do over, this has been like, this is the fifth season and it felt pretty stable. So that's pretty awesome. Um, so full credit to the folks who contributed to that and made this something that's enjoyable, but also doesn't necessarily like overtake lives if you don't want it to. So that's good. Um, I think we might as well turn to the game, get this out of the way. Yeah. Except the fact that we lost. Um, I mean, hey, I mean, everybody loses, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nobody's going to go 14 0, which is fine. Um, full credit. I forget we to... play 14 games. Yep. Is that a lot or is that a little to you? Uh, you know, I thought it was 16. So I uh, guess okay. less than I expected. I think it's 14. Yeah. Because we do six. Yeah, it's 14. We do our six divisional and then we have eight other ones, um, which would be what? The four other Galactic League and then four from the Liberty League, probably. That would make sense. Um, again, just I don't understand the scheduling construction, but having put together a schedule for FCF, it's, it's a pain. So full credit to people who do that. But yeah, I mean, we're not going to go 14-0, so we've got that loss out of the way. It's kind of nice to get it done. So it's like, okay, yeah, we're not sitting at like week 10 and still being undefeated. Don't get me wrong, that'd be awesome. But having that hang over you and then suddenly like you lose and it's like, okay, well, what went wrong? That's harder you to know, address in the, week 11. Yeah, getting the first loss out of the way is the best part of going on a great run. Yes, exactly. Um, 
it cues us up to go out and beat Sunnydale next week, so that'll be good. But looking at how this game went, I mean, it was pretty much a good pitching performance besides Gasting's debut. Um, I mean, like he still had a good first inning, gives up a single, but then Warhamster tries to steal and gets thrown out, walks Mad Monty, and proceeds to get two other outs after that, so that's pretty good. Um, Top of the first for us was quiet. The second inning was great for us. I mean, JP doubles. John struck out, but then you came up and you homered, and that gave us a 2-0 lead, and we scored a run in the first half of the game. This was awesome. Uh, This is something that we struggled at times to do last season, um, and we never had a lead. Spoiler, you know, it doesn't... It doesn't help that we didn't score a single run after that. Oh, it doesn't. No. (laughs) And that makes it, it's like, yeah, it's like, okay, that's unfortunate that that happened, but it's like, oh, hey, we jumped out to a lead. We didn't have the lead last game until we walked it off. Um, You want to talk at all about your home run? Did you see something there or was it just kind of stuff fell into place for you? You know, it was, I felt like I, had a slight read on the pitcher. You know, I didn't mm-hmm. feel great about the read, but I felt like he could go here or here. And I just kind of split the difference and went with, I don't even remember what the pitch swing was. It was, if I scroll long enough, I'll eventually find it. Yeah. Um. But, you know, I just felt like based on his previous that's why it was 987 and 977. Mm-hmm. I just felt like on his like previous pitches, you know, he'd kind of stayed close to the same zone. And I was feeling just like, well, he's either going to go like low zeros ish, like mm-hmm. between zero and 100, or he's going to drop and stay in the 800s because the previous pitch was like eight something. Yeah. And um, I actually had a thousand typed in to swing. Mm hmm. And that wouldn't have actually been a home run. Would have been nope. a 23 diff. It would have been a triple. Maybe nice. even a double. I don't know what my range is for. But then I was like, you know, I'm actually going to back that down a little bit. And so I backed it down, not thinking, you know, it was going to be a big difference between a triple and a home run. It was going to be a difference between a single and an out. Yeah. Is kind of why I backed down more than I did. Mm-hmm. And it ended up just, you know, working out for me. Which is awesome so that was that's like hey, was, that it comes off it's like that's great that's our first home run of the season so full props to you you get the fun little award for that first career home run even better happy to have that happen for us in acadia as opposed to anywhere else so welcome to the dinger club it always feels good to get off get that off your chest um even if you're not necessarily likely to hit one but always good to do so yeah, you don't you don't really expect a speedy contact build to nope. hit home runs. Mm-mm. Yeah, no one. Yeah, when you do, it's like, oh, okay, I guess this is the thing. This is the thing I can do. <laughs> um, Wait, I can go th- to all four bases. Yep, at once. I don't have to like mm-hmm. steal my way around. Yep. Oh, somebody doesn't have to knock me in for me to hit a run. Yeah, it's a different. Yeah, you're not just standing around, kind of waiting for stuff to happen. But no, oh, it's definitely good. Um, then we turn around, we get to the bottom of the second, and Gastings gives up a three-run homer. I mean, he got two outs, which is awesome, and just couldn't quite make it work. Um, gives up the lead, but it was one run. It's like, okay, it's a one-run game, which we had played 
uh, mini. Th- yeah, it's like we, we played a three-run game down to a one-run game and tied. Last time it's like, okay, it's fine. Yeah, we're it's one run. We can we can put together one run at some point. And looking at the home run that it gave up anyway, it was a 19 diff home run, which that feels like it's a pretty big difference for a home run. Um and it, maybe it's not, but it feels kind of like that way. Like for me, anything under 25, you know, is kind of justifiable as a mm-hmm. home run, you know, but it's it can be weird, you know, your triple range can be two. And your home range be home run range be 25, 26, or your triple yeah. range could be 15 ish, and your home run range is only 10. It's just, you know, either way, they were going to score two. Yeah. And, you know, he even said himself in the, in the chat or in the clubhouse, he was like, man, I, I knew that was a bad pitch when I threw it. Yeah, that's always too bad. Um, but gets out of the inning, which is fine. Um, and we proceed to, get Dougal. Dougal comes up for the first time in the season and hits a double, which is great for him. Awesome to see Dougal get back on base. He didn't have a great season last year, so it's a nice way for him to bounce back and do that. Stan draws a walk. Two runners on and no outs. That's awesome. And then strike out and a double play. Well, shucks. Um, just a yeah, little, it's, just It feels some... like that was the real, like, I feel like that was the knife in the, in the chest for us. They're like, we start out and it's like, okay, good. We're getting back in this game. We're only down by one, mm-hmm. two on, no outs. Yep. Jimmy John strikes out. All right. You know what? We still got, yeah, we got two, two more outs. outs. Exactly. And huge eight grounds out into a double play. Mm-hmm. And it was yeah. just like, okay, there we go. This yep. is what I expected to happen. Yeah. Just you know, like, oh, just a little crushing. But I mean, at the same time, it's like, oh, it's halfway through the game. There's, Three more innings for us, so that's great. Um, Gassing gives up a triple, which, again, this is a 21-diff triple compared to a 19-diff home run. It's like, oh, come on. Again, different batter builds, so beauty of the game. But it's like, oh, shucks. Give up a triple. Um, give up, I mean, ground out RBI. It's like, okay, you got the out, so that's fine. It's a two-run two difference. Again, yeah, we'd had... Runners on two of the first three innings. Runners in scoring position two of the first three innings. So feeling fine about it. Uh, Vic comes in, gets gives up a single, but gets out of the inning. Awesome. We get another runner on top of the fourth. We get two runners on even. And we get another double play. It's just, ah, uh, shucks. Um, again, like one hit away two different times. So I think definitely right there. That was one of those times I was telling you about. Yep. before we started recording that I was so prominent that like okay he's gonna go here and then he just went completely the other way because I remember mm-hmm. I remember uh telling the better before me I was like you know it's probably gonna be in the 700s and then Drew said the same thing yep it's gonna be in the 700s and so he swung in the 700s and then I remember getting mad at myself because I was like well he could double up or he's gonna be right at 500 and I put like 505 in and the pitch was like 515 and I was like of course I changed I changed it before because I wanted mm-hmm. to catch a double up or whatever I changed it to 585 and so I got helped I got a home run by changing one and then I lost a home run because I changed one so yeah you can't win them all but it was kind of a it was kind of on my end it was kind of the home run would have been more important to me than the single 
knowing that you could have put the team back in the game with that swing. It was just like, oh, that's kind of devastating. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like, well, we had other chances after that. Um, George and I talked last time. It's like, we don't want to be relying on one person for our offense. And in this case, it would have been, okay, you would have had two home runs in that case. That would have been relying solely on you to do all of the production and well, that's 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 all the reliance you're gonna get all season. Yeah, it's, you get my one game, and then somebody else can contribute the other fifteen. That's, I mean, you went two for two. That was plenty. That's definitely good for us. Um, and still, we're down four two. We're doing plenty of work. Vic is doing great for us. He gets into a spot of trouble in the bottom of the fourth with two runners on, but gets out of it. Awesome and. Then the beholders brought in their bullpen, and I guess Cookie Monster is a rookie pitcher, and he looked like it, came in and just shut people down because we didn't have any scouting on him. It was kind of like, well, figure some stuff out and see if we can do anything. We couldn't. It's unfortunate, but good on him for coming in, but Vic bounced back in the bottom of the fifth and the same thing, three up, three down. And we came in to the top of the six, still just down two. It's like, okay, yeah, we can we can do something with this and got to run around, but just couldn't do anything else with it. Same kind of thing. It's like, yeah, that last out, it's like, well, we were kind of stuck between two minds and went one way and it ended up going the other. So I remember yeah, because I was tough. like, I thought I was up to bat. Yep. And I was like telling you, like, this is what I think I'm going to swing. And then I was, and then you were like, yeah, I don't even think you're up. Yeah, and it's then, like John's up. And I was like, no, he's probably asleep as late as it is. Like, I just did not. I just, yep. I had a brain spasm there for a minute. And it was just like, oh, yeah, I'm after. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not, I'm not going to complain about losing by two runs that much. If it's a 4-2 game, it's like, okay, that's fine. Okay, good for the holders. They doubled us up. They got the first win of the season. Good on them. Um doesn't look like any kind of spat was started in the main. That's always good. Don't don't start spats. It's a bad idea. Don't do that. Um, unless they're really warranted, and they're usually not. So that was good to see. Full credit to our umps, Captain Crunch. So that's what, Logan, Ferda, and supposedly we picked up a third at one point. So uh, Val, Val. I think was our third. Yeah. Thank you. As always, big shout out to our umps for doing that. Always good. So... We appreciate that. Um, the goal is going to be able to get a be able to pitch six innings next game, which it is on the road, so that means we have to be tied or leading going into the bottom of the six. So, goal there is to get six innings. So, goals to win. Is. Goal, yeah. But as long as you match every loss with one win, mm-hmm. you know the way MLN is, you probably make the playoffs. Yep. Oh, yeah, it's it can definitely get competitive. Um, and as we said, we were looking at the Slayers score before we started recording, and they're losing to the Grizzlies, nine of three. I should say they're losing, and it's it's pretty bad, ain't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, nine to three in the bottom of the fourth. At least I have been using the MLN Network bot to check that if there is a more updated score. I apologize, but nine to three in the bottom of the fourth. That seems like a close to game in hand kind of thing but don't want to speak too soon if that holds 
everybody's going to be 500. We're going to be in first. We're going to be in fourth. It is what it is. So. Yeah, you can't go off tiebreakers either because, I mean, only played two games. We're ahead. We can't be fourth, but we can't be first, you yep. know, because we're above the Grizzlies but below the Beholders. Mm-hmm. I think the way those would work out is Sunnydale would be fourth, we'd be second, but I could be wrong. They mm-hmm. might have played the Beholders game one. Yeah, they did. Oh, okay. Yep. It's been all divisional plays so yep. far. So. so it's, uh, yeah, it's mm-hmm. pure even. Everyone's one and one. It's a minus one run differential after two games is not something to complain about. No. And it's ours was not so good last season. Uh, we caught some flack for that in the main podcast. Um, and part of it was our pitching wasn't great. Part of it was we didn't score that many runs. So, so far we've been okay. Yeah. I mean, if that score holds in Sunnydale, they'll actually be minus three or minus two. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But wow, first manager they, will they be... blew out the... Did they crush the beholders then? Uh, they had a four-run diff before that game. Oh, yeah, they did. Yeah, so so like... they, they had to beat them by four. Yeah. I don't... Yeah, it was five to one. Slayers beat the beholders. So, I mean, the beholders still have a minus one run differential now, too. Minus two. Yeah, yeah never mind. Still, I, I can math. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. They're still they're minus two, and then Ursa Major will be like plus five. Five. Yeah, if the score holds, which I feel like, yeah, again, if they're putting up nine runs against the Slayers, I feel even better about our pitching performance. I mean, yes, I pitched in that game, but I also gave up two of the three runs. So good yeah. to see. I mean, if Grizzlies are putting nine against the Slayers, we should be able to. Because, I mean, our hitting was hand-in-hand with them. Yeah. Just the entire game. And I'm not trying to get ahead of ourselves too much, but I think it's – you look at the Slayers and they beat the Beholders. We just lost to the Beholders. Mm-hmm. Grizzlies are beating them. We just beat the Grizzlies. It's like it's still only – it'll be weak session three or whatever, but yeah. I mean, I think we still have a really good, I think we'll match up really well with them. I know you're, unless something changes, you're the starting pitcher. That's the plan. Yeah. So, you know, we have faith in you to get relatively deep into that game. That would be something as a batter kind of looking at our team. That's the only thing I would say right now that needs work is just getting a little deeper into the game. Mm-hmm. Maybe only getting one inning for Vic, one inning for Drew. You know, that's that's ideal. Ideal yeah. is you're going into the sixth inning with a no-hitter. That, that'd be wonderful. Um, second second to ideal is, you know, getting to our bullpen, winning by two or three, mm-hmm. and not having to get to them until like the fifth, late fourth inning or yeah, right at the beginning of the fifth. That's, in my opinion, that's ideal. Yep. Yeah, if we can get to Vic and to True with, yeah, six outs, seven outs to get, that would be awesome. Um, I mean, we got to, we, that's actually what we did. We got to seven outs that they needed to get in the first game, which it felt like I got pulled really early. But I was like, oh, yeah, I actually got 11 outs, which was more than I normally got. So I, think, I think it was because we had the wall. It, it, if it might feel early for you because we didn't actually get a sixth inning this game. 
Yeah. And we had the walk off. So it was like they were the they were the top. They were the uh, away team. So just you know, yep. the top of the inning feels earlier than the bottom of the inning. It and does, yeah. Especially if stuff can get stretched out at all. So, but no, definitely excited to face the Slayers. Um, Mike runs a good team over there, so always enjoy playing them. I don't know if they view us as much of rivals as I sometimes view them, but I'm excited to be able to try to face them again. I think I don't know if I faced them last year again. I don't keep track of my stats as much as I probably could, but excited to get back out there. Definitely enjoy playing some. I need to try to pour over some self-scouting, but I've got I some mean, time for that, so that'll we be good. Were, we were one and one against – or y'all were one and one against them last year. Mm-hmm. Y'all – Beat them session 12, five to nothing. They beat y'all session two, six to one. Yep. You know, that's that's pretty. I even. mean, this might be the first team to score two runs wins kind of thing. Mm-hmm. If, if it holds true to last year and first team to score two runs this game with us. So if we can yeah. just, you know, be in the away team, I think it's almost it's almost important to at least hit their pitching first. Yeah, if not score first, you have to be as being a GM and MR. I think if you're the away team, you have to get that first runner in scoring position. You have to get that first run, or else it just feels like the advantage is already to the home team because it already feels like you know they get. It feels like they're getting more time when they come up to bat because if I mean they still have the whole six innings. Yep. When they come up to bat, if you didn't do anything on the top of the first. Yeah. Um, and it being six innings, just like there's a little less opportunity. I'm not saying we need to extend the games. No. No, no, but, definitely not. Six innings is good. Yeah. But it's just like, it just means every inning is more important than what mm-hmm. you, what sometimes you want it to be. Like if we had a mulligan, we'd go back and in that third inning, oh, yeah. you know, Gaston throws a different pitch. We're up to nothing still going into the top of the third. Yep. Think? Yeah. Bottom, uh, into the bottom of the third or top yeah, of the fourth. Top of the fourth. Yeah. No, no, you're right. Going no, to the top no, yeah, of the third. Going to the top of the third. Yeah. And then that, that double play doesn't seem as bad. No. You know, it's just, but it happens. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely excited. Facing the Slayers. Bring it on. We're going to burn your stakes. It'll be great. Um, <laughs> but yeah, overall, I think it's been pretty good. Uh, before we get to our audience questions, I think I've got at least a couple of questions that I've thought of beforehand. Again, haven't even do them at all, so don't feel like you need to think real hard about them. They're also not going to be very hard questions. They're not necessarily even MLN questions. Um, but given that it is, we're in the second half of October, we're getting close to Halloween. It's just over a week away. What is your favorite Candy doesn't necessarily have to be a Halloween candy. If you're a big fan of like candy canes or something, that's fine. But what would you say is your favorite candy? I'm going to go with a candy that I don't know if a lot of people know about. I don't know if it's just like kind of a where I live exclusive mm-hmm. or it's all over the country. I don't know. Is a Carmelo. A Carmelo. Yes. I love Carmelo. How do you spell that? Um, I think it's just caramel with an O. Okay. Like Carmelo um, Anthony? Carmelo? 
Probably possible. Car- oh no, Carmelo with two L's. It looks like, like yeah. a bluish purplish wrapper with yellow yep. font on it. Yep. Yeah, it's a. It's just like a. Oh, it's made which, by Cadbury. Okay. Yeah, that's why. I like. I love Cadbury eggs too. But uh, those are one of those things like you only get for a month out of the year, and you're just mm-hmm. like, it's no, it's not use making that your favorite candy, but. Oh, milk chocolate and creamy caramel. Hmm. Oh, I was, of course, I was spelling it car mellow. I did not have the second A. That would make it harder to spell. <laughs> but, oh, it's like a Hershey's bar, but each individual bit has caramel in it. Yeah. Oh. It's, if you ever end up in like Southern America, like Tennessee or mm-hmm. Kentucky or Mississippi, anywhere in that little area, highly recommend just getting you one. If you like caramel, grab you one. On occasion, it. okay. It's yeah. it's not too thick. It's not too thin. It doesn't. Ooh, it's not good. too caramely. It, it, it's a really good candy. Hmm. If I I had to pick just one, yeah, and it's a nut. Like it's it's a little like off the beaten path kind of candy, which is kind of nice. Hmm. Now, if I had to go main, mainstream, everyone knows about candy, mm-hmm. uh, probably a Kit Kat. Okay. That's, okay. Um. Kit Kat dipped in hot chocolate. Really good. Hmm. It melts it a little. Oh, so. that's always nice. Awesome. Um. Mine is, I mean, very boring. Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. Um, oh, not boring. Tasteful. Well, oh yeah, oh, enjoyable. Yeah, great, but very. The it's a boring answer. Um, and I live somewhere where there's a Culver's nearby, and kids' meals are. Pro- I mean, I guess I have not actually priced it out, but they feel like a great deal, because it's not a huge amount of food. And you can always get ice cream with it, or you can save the Scoopy token for later and go back and get just get ice cream. And chocolate ice cream with the peanut butter cup, it's great. It's wonderful. Um, very enjoyable. Maybe I'll go with some after this. We'll see. But Reese's peanut butter cup, definitely where I go. Um, Skittles I also like, but Skittles, I mean, they're a hard candy, which at times isn't the best, so... Reese's Peanut Butter Cup in the freezer is great. Reese's Peanut Butter Cup on a s'more is great. Um, they're versatile like that as well. Uh, what was my other question? Of course, I didn't write this one down. Um, oh, you gotta write it. You always gotta write it down. I know. I wrote down all our other questions, so that's good. But eh, whatever. We're not gonna worry about it. We actually have a good amount of questions too from our Peregrine audience. So that's been good. And I think we'll just jump into those. And we'll start with the first question to you from George. And we discussed this a little bit, but just so it's formally out there, how has your first couple of experiences, how has your first couple of sessions gone with the Peregrines? It sounds like it's been pretty positive, but don't be afraid to like hold back and you can be honest. It's okay to be honest here. Again, George is not going to hate you if you totally bad mouth the clubhouse you might get released but 
We're not going <laughs> to hate you for it. Um, well, uh, the quick answer is George is the worst. He just threatens everything. No, I'm just kidding. Um, it's been a really, really different atmosphere and something that I really kind of needed going into this MLN season. Um, we spoke a little bit before about how like some past experiences and, you know, I, I considered retirement mm-hmm. this off season and kind of getting, I guess, just switching up teams, getting on a different clubhouse, different group of people. It's, it feels really enjoyable. I hope to be able to keep this, you know, not super active, but active enough that I know what's going on in the clubhouse every day. Yep. I just kind of keep enjoying that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, you and you and George, great people. Uh, Mainly George, but that's okay. Yeah. Eh, I don't know. I can, his FCF, I, his, I, the FCF I can, rival, I, I got to lean towards fair. you, perhaps. That's fair. Um, George, George is always trying to dethrone me over there. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, X... X just comes out of nowhere. X is he's, X. A, he's good again, apparently. X is X, and it's annoying, but that's okay. Um, but no, definitely have enjoyed you joining the team. Definitely have enjoyed you in FCF, aside from the playoffs last year, because <laughs> I mean, oh, I, yeah. still, I still don't get how off. that worked. Oh my gosh! I mean, it was everybody who's not an FCF. You should come, like, come watch FCF or come join FCF. Partially because I think we've got a team opening, so this is an advertisement. We have a team open. Come join FCF, but. It was. Gonna, I was down. Like I didn't hear that. So I was down 3-0 in the playoffs in the league championship series to Will's team. Came back, tied it up, three-three. Go to game seven, and I lose. What does Will end up doing? He ends up, I believe, sweeping for the championship. No, I, th- I think Baba got a game on. Did me. Baba get a game? Okay, fine. Yeah, you because won, you won four-one. Well, I started. I went three-zero, and you're like three-zero. It was the same. And thing. then I think. Yeah, he like, came oh, back and got again. like 3-1 and mm-hmm. then game five. I just, yeah. I ended up shutting him out. Yeah, so that could have been me, but no, Will said no. <laughs> so it wasn't me. I'll take it because I absolutely suck at OOTP, but I just really enjoy the community. So I, you know, I keep mm-hmm. playing, I keep putting effort into it's it. A, so. Yeah, it's a, another good group of folks. Um, so that's been good. But as always, very happy to hear that you're having a good experience so far in the clubhouse. Um, as always, if you want to discuss just kind of whatever with folks there, we're certainly open to doing so. Um, a lot of us have done that in the past. So try to be a safe space for folks um, if that's what they need. So don't be afraid. We don't try to push anybody out. But also understand sometimes you just need to take a break. It's important. You don't need to necessarily stay up on top of everything that has happened. So totally understand that as well. Our second question is actually to both of us from LeBar and James. What are your thoughts on how we recover from this loss? I mean, we've kind of talked about it. It's get ready, go for the next game, get ready for the Slayers. Um, For me, it's okay. I got to be kind of ready to come in and be ready for that bottom of the first, because like you said, if we don't get anything going in the top of the first, it's going to be, it feels like a little bit of a letdown. It's like we didn't get anything there. So if I can return the favor and do the same thing, it's going to be great where you can come back into the second and feel really good about that. But, and we were close. It felt like we were close multiple times to doing some damage to breaking the game open. So I think 
don't be afraid to discuss swings. Um, don't be afraid to share your thoughts. So if folks have them, I think keeping our heads up and be like, okay, we lost by two. Big whoop. We didn't get blown out. We didn't get shut out. So take those positives and go into the next game. What thoughts do you have, Will? My thoughts and hopes are that Sunnydale does not have any rookie pitchers. Um, we can actually have a little bit of something to work with. Mm-hmm. But I think, as I said earlier, I think it's going to be super important being the away team yeah. to get that, either get the first run or get the first runner on base. Yeah. Um, I, being a pitcher in MLR up until the uh, – towards the end of the season, you know, that was, I always started in that. It always, you know, you feel better as a pitcher if you got a one run or two run lead, mm-hmm. but you, you feel a lot better if you see your offense is doing something. Yes. You don't, if you keep seeing your offense, you know, go three up, three down, quick inning. It's just not something you want to see as a GM, as a pitcher, as a hitter. Yeah. You want to at least force a fourth batter to the plate and, um, I think another way we can recover from this is, like you said, maybe we, we talk swings and stuff. It's mm-hmm. seeing what's working and what doesn't work, you know. See what kind of scouting is working, what kind of scouting isn't working. Are we just sometimes better off not listening to scouting, you know. Yeah. I'm, I'm a big believer that sometimes scouting's wrong. Scouting can be very wrong and the pitcher just beats you. Mm-hmm. But if the pitcher's, you know, if he's being predictable, then you get you get a strike when you know he's still being predictable before he gets. Yeah. All it takes is one, one, two good predictions in a row, mm-hmm. and you're looking. I mean, you're looking good, yeah. and I think the clubhouse is nothing. I would change about the clubhouse. Not that I change about anything else without giving away any too many secrets. Yeah. People who listen outside the clubhouse. I just think it's important. I'll keep reiterating it. Get the first runner on. Mm-hmm. Get the first run. Habs have a shutdown three innings. Yep. And maybe yeah. even getting starting pitching, getting deep in the game. Yeah. That'd be, you know, that would be nice. Um, we already is- have, Vic is already at more innings than both our starters. Yeah, he's had so, two very big. Like, okay, we need to let him rest a little bit. Um, and I could see True just having a bigger role in the next game anyway because he didn't pitch this game. So having him come in a little bit earlier if needed. So, yeah, just kind of see how that all goes. But plenty of time to kind of recover. Again, the session is not supposed to start until the 29th. So we've got a little bit of time. Our... Next two questions are actually both from Vic. The first one is to you. What is your second favorite thing to eat? Not your second, first. Your second. Sec- your second mm, favorite. Can I say my first so my second makes sense? Sure. Or I'm just going to say my first so I can think about what my second actually yeah, that is. Too. Um, hmm. All right. Second. I'm not even going to say my first because he just wants to know my second. I gotta say, chicken and rice, hands down, second favorite food. Now, like, how is your chicken prepared? Grilled. Okay. 
and I usually either do lemon pepper, mm -hmm. Cajun, or blackened. Yep. Yeah. Didn't know if it was like an arroz con pollo kind of thing or like fried chicken and rice, but okay. No, grilled chicken and rice. That's mm -hmm. definitely I, I understandable. Do, I do. I do like a, you know, I do like fried rice and chicken too. Go. There's a really good little Japanese restaurant near me. Ooh. It has amazing chicken fried rice. And it's like, oh, it's totally worth the 50-minute drive to go get it. <laughs> Definitely. That's good. Cool. And oh, I don't love this question because I'm old. But Vic's second question to both of us is, what is your favorite meme? What is your favorite meme? Wait, hold favorite? on. You didn't say your second favorite food. You didn't ask me. It was just to you. Okay. Okay. All right. Um. Honestly, any Star Wars meme, I can I can vibe with. I like some That's Star fair. Wars, so I don't really have a favorite meme without being able to just kind of show it. But yeah. like, even then. Oh come on! Describe a meme. Describing oh. memes is so much fun. I mean, for like me, it's like okay. I was thinking about it. It's like yeah, I went Star Wars as well. It's like you know what? The like General Kenobi. Hello there. Yes, I love. That's, yeah, I give that's that. good. I love that. Yeah, um, and I'm old, so it's like I don't. I just, meh. It's a. I just go with jokes. I, I, They're jokes. I, I just go with the jokes. Yeah, I think old might be an overstatement. You're um, very um, well, very well aged. It's fine. But you still haven't even hit the uh, the requirement to be old yet. Oh, you don't know that. I, can I guess. What is your requirement? Is there a requirement of being old? Since when is there a requirement? Can't I just say I'm old? I mean, I feel like I feel like forty is a good requirement for being old. I mean, Jingle says I'm sixty, so I might be old. But, uh, but this is I'm, Jingles. This is Jingles. Yeah, this is Jingles. I think Jingles is like fifteen. So yeah. Anyone over 20 years old for him. Yep, this is true. So, and anyone, okay. anyone over 30 is double his life. So, yeah, they're really old to him. Mm -hmm. Yep, it's real strange. But, yeah, I mean, like you said, yeah, and he's kind of like Star Wars. One is good. Hello there. That was fun. Um, very applicable to like this whole year, the whole dog and burning house. Everything is fine. Yep. That and you know, most of the Infinity Wars, yep. So, those are pretty good memes. Mm -hmm. And I don't watch The Simpsons, but whoever The Simpsons one with the kid on the bus and the I am in danger thing, it's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can get some good ones. It's, it's all about the content and not the format, though. Mm -hmm. You can have a good format and a terrible content, it's just meh, not funny. Nope, you gotta, you gotta have both. Mm -hmm very important um yeah memes memes uh they're a thing i guess but george's question to both of us is what is your favorite soft drink um, um go ahead can, can i say sweet tea is my favorite drink that's fine i I'm, don't really drink much i'm soda. fine with that oh and you call it soda oh thank goodness yes Oh, yeah. So I live in Iowa, and Iowa people call it pop. And that's well, so weird. I live in Tennessee, and I call it literally anything under the sun because we uh, have no, we're, we're right in the middle of everyone like 
people above us call it one call it pop people below us call it soda and people to the west of us call it coke mm-hmm. so we're just we're just kind of there you have no vernacular that's fair no it's, it's like it's soda it's so it's just yeah but, but usually that's what I, I do call it soda and um if i had to choose one it'd actually be diet dr pepper because it's dr pepper but quote unquote healthier mm-hmm. um specifically if i had to choose a soda i'm trying to remember the last time i had a soda i don't know um, I, feel, I feel like you're a water kind of guy i am water lemonade arnold palmer stuff like that <laughs> um i mean sierra mist sprite um seven up sprite's not bad they're not bad um they're, yeah. they're good to drink when you got the uh, the upset stomach. Mm-hmm. Yep. But yeah, just not a big consumer of soda. I don't mind. Like for a little while, I would do like get the grocery store brand, like carbonated waters that have different little flavors in them mm-hmm. and like mix that with like cranberry juice or orange juice. That was good. That was enjoyable. Or you can like lighten up some lemonade with it, but and just not a big like carbonation is just not something I like that much. So Yeah, I get it. I mean some people just you know it's it's water or die. I have one of my best friends that's he hadn't drank anything other than water and other than water and milk mm-hmm. in like the last six years. But I, I just think it's weird. But you know, some people, you know, they just don't like the way soda tastes or how bad yep. it is for you. Mm-hmm. Same way. You got better willpower than I do. Yep. But it's just like, eh, others. Yeah. And I'm a, I'm a sucker for lemonade. So I'll definitely drink a bunch of that at times. So that's kind of where I go with it. Texas Roadhouse has a really good blue raspberry lemonade. And that might sound girly, but I enjoy it. That's okay. There's a Texas Roadhouse near where I live too. Um, And I got pickup from there once early on in quarantine. And that went really well. And then I picked some food up from there later on in quarantine when stuff was opening back up and the parking lots were full and there were people all about, and it was scary because these people didn't have masks on and it felt far too early to be out and about without masks on. So see, I just, I know some, some people are like that and be, be me and working at a grocery store. Oh gosh. I just, you know, I kind of got used to it. It was just like, eh, whatever. Yeah. I'm either going to get it or I'm not. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's the thing too. It's like, I've been working from home. So it's like, okay, yeah, it's been me in my bubble. And then when I leave my bubble, I get scared. So that's fair. You leave your (laughs) bubble pretty consistently. So that makes sense. I'm out of my bubble more than I'm in it. Mm -hmm. It seems like. So that makes sense. Uh, Zan has two questions for us. Uh, I think you can probably choose to answer both of them or one of them if you want. But what is your favorite movie? What is your favorite book? I can I probably have a guess on what your favorite movies are based yeah, on your yeah, from I, Star Wars memes. Yeah, I keep it in a series and I'm going to probably surprise you. Probably not because I am younger than you as we've mm-hmm. established. I prefer the prequels of Star Wars. That's okay. To the originals, but I do like the originals and I hate the sequels. So one through six, I will watch seven days a week if I have to. Mm-hmm. Seven, eight, and nine, I would rather read a book. 
and I hate reading books. Oh, okay. But to transition quickly to that, my favorite books or series of books would either have to be the Harry Potter books mm-hmm. or the Percy Jackson series. I could choose either of those. I haven't read a book or anything that's not, you know, accounting 101 and mm-hmm. intro, intro to statistics and Excel worksheets. Yep. Probably about four years, five years, maybe. Yeah, that's fair. Um, we have a book, we have a book club channel and shout out to book club. I am hopefully going to be starting wheel of time series relatively soon. Um, got some other stuff I need to take care of first, but that is kind of the goal for the last month of the year is to get into that. Um, favorite books probably are the Stormlight Archives by Brandon Sanderson. So I've got the first one nearby because I was showing it off in one of my meetings today, but it has 1,252 pages. And that's like the paperback mass market kind. So it's a big book, but it's a fantasy book. It's a fantasy series. It's very good. Um, Sanderson is a very good writer and it's, you get, it gets told from multiple perspectives and you're trying to keep track of all these characters, which can feel like a lot. Um, but it will kind of work its way together through the book. And then you'll get to a point where it's okay. You have 300 pages left, but you need to finish all 300 pages at once. Otherwise you're just going to be itching to get back to it. So definitely recommend them if you are looking for books to read. So definitely start like archives. There's another book coming out in November. Very excited for that. Favorite movies. Um, and this is like, I always, there's a variety of movies that I kind of like. Um, the one that I've seen the most is probably Ocean's Eleven. The the one with George Clooney and Brad Pitt, not the original one from like the 50s or 60s. I haven't seen that one. But I really like Ocean's Eleven. I'm a sucker for heist movies. Um, they're just easy to watch. Um, because of this, I, think, I, I also like Logan Lucky, I think, because of that. So those I have kind another, of movies I like. Another movie I actually have watched recently and really enjoyed was 21 Bridges with the I late, need to watch that. great... With Chadwick. Chadwick. Yep. I uh, I actually, too. I watched that before, maybe, it was probably two to three weeks before he actually ended up passing away. Mm-hmm. And it's just like those things came out and it's like, you can't believe it because the acting in that movie, he does such a good job. And it's, oh, yeah. it's, if I had to say a non-Star Wars, non-baseball movie, it is by far one of my favorite movies of all time. That's 21 Bridges. Yeah. Or it's okay. I will say it's my favorite standalone movie because mm-hmm. I, do, I do like all the, the Marvel movies and then Star Wars and then baseball. But like standalone movie, that movie, and then The Accountant. The Accountant is has, pretty good. Yeah. And Affleck. I, yeah. That's, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that movie and I will forever hold my breath that they will come out with a second one. But again, we'll probably forever hold my breath. Yep, probably. Um, 
I didn't see 21 bridges. I just looked up on Just Watch, which is an app where you can like type in something. It'll tell you what streaming services it's available on. And it's not on any of the ones that I have. So Yep, that answer is going to be a red box. Yep, it's going to be a red box. It's going to be a library kind of thing. Yep. Um, shout out to folks who have libraries nearby. I live in a metro area that's got a bunch of libraries. So I have one libraries. in my entire They're, county. Oh, but libraries, they can be kind of helpful. Um, they probably have got a variety of different kind of rules right now, but they might have something. They get stuff relatively quickly at some of mine. So don't yeah, be afraid to check them out. I've, I don't know about mine because it's like relatively low budget mm-hmm. kind of library or whatever, but people in like surrounding counties and cities like that I've hung out with before, they say like, go to the library if you want something. They can either order it or, you know, mm-hmm. they might already have it. It's just yeah. like, hmm, didn't yep. really know that. Yeah, and it's like you had talked about libraries a little bit like in like early school, but then just not as much as you get older. It's like, oh, these are actually kind of helpful. So that's nice. But there's I probably guess. a good gap. Like you use them a lot mm-hmm. up until you like graduate high school and then you go to university, or some people do, some people don't. And you just use their on campus library and then yeah. you just don't you don't go to them again and then like it's a weird thing when 35 hits, it's like, oh man, let's go to the library. Yep. Um, and it's like, oh yeah, we got books that just came out. Sweet. Um, I guess I need to pick a movie though. Uh, Star Wars movies, I really, really like Rogue One. Um, that that was a good one that wasn't in the original six. Mm-hmm. That was one of the only ones I liked that went was, in the original six. Yep. I mean, again, and it's partially, it's also a little bit of a heist movie. So there's that. But yeah, I just, I, I like that one. But yeah, probably Ocean's Eleven would be my favorite movie. Um, I guess since we're on like a TV topic, mm-hmm. favorite TV show? Um, I guess that can be my um, show. question to perhaps for the yep. night. Favorite TV show? What can I just go back and watch whatever, whenever? Um, I mean, Friends, a little bit. Friends sometimes. Um, The Avatar series, sometimes. Um, I'm trying to think what I, I just haven't watched that much TV recently either. I've been like listening to a bunch of podcasts or reading, but I mean, a person of interest is actually really good too. That's a little bit older, but it's good. I've heard that's a recently, not recently. I've heard that's a decent Mm -hmm. like show series. If, since I brought it up, I will say mine. What are Kenny? I've heard, I've, I've heard multiple people recommend that. So that I is a, to watch that if at you some don't point. mind some humor that would not be appropriate for little children. Great show. Okay. Um, my second would either have to be How I Met Your Mother or New Girl. Mm-hmm. Both, both are really good shows. That makes sense. Um, I did work my way through How I Met Your Mother during all of this. Um, and at times I enjoyed it. At times it's just like, okay, this is 
it felt like at times like same song different dance um, yeah it, it does it has the times when it feels kind of repetitive yeah but all in all it's a good background show that if you yeah. watch through once you can kind of just pick up whenever yep no that makes sense um yeah, i definitely get that uh final question that we have is from john and you kind of hinted at this a little bit earlier on but to both of us we've both played both sides of the field pitching and batting uh which do you prefer and why i'll start with you will um so hmm, i've I've thought about this question a lot Mm -hmm. because it it really comes down to which league I prefer pitching in the MLR, but since we're in MLN and this is a Speed Burps mm-hmm. podcast, which is in MLN, I'm going to have to say a batter because, you know, it's so as a pitcher, you know, you feel more success when you pitch well and you feel worse when you pitch bad mm-hmm. because, you know, you pretty much hold the outcome of the game. And, you know, it, I can't, okay, as a pitcher, it's a better reward system, I guess, like an internal reward system than being a batter, unless you carry your team. But even then, it's like, well, even I scored these three runs, my pitching had to hold it to yeah. less than three. Yep. Yeah. That definitely makes sense. It's like, yeah, with pitching, it's like, yeah, you contribute to a good portion of the game, whereas with batting, it's like, okay. At times, it can be like, okay, I did this really, really well, and it didn't really seem to help. But if you can be one who gets on themselves really easily and can feel really bad about giving up a few runs, yeah, it can definitely be kind of a boot or like a stick into your morale and kind of really make you feel bad about it. So definitely understand that. This is tough for me because, like, I kind I switched to pitching in season three in the middle of season three partially because we needed another pitcher partially because i wasn't have having that great of a batting season either and hadn't been as involved with stuff outside of oh hey i need to swing so i'll go swing that was i did terrible my first season as a pitcher Mm -hmm. and i think that kind of forced the switch for me like I didn't even really make the switch myself I I feel like I was forced to make it to continue to enjoy the game Mm -hmm. and it's I mean so far it's worked out like I said earlier I I hit 400 the first season yep I'm hitting relatively well now yeah definitely gonna take the production that you're giving us so but I think again we don't if you want to think about switching at some point we're not going to prevent you from doing so we want you to be able to play and enjoy the game however you want um for me switching to pitching yeah it's definitely a little more stressful than batting at times but it also is like okay no i can contribute a little bit more which i enjoy i can kind of get a little bit more understanding what's everything what's kind of like going on in the game as opposed to just oh i have to swing okay well let's look at some previous stuff swing and then check out again so that's been good as well it's helped me feel a little more involved so probably pitching although that span of when i hit the walk-off home run in season one through like the rest of season two 
when everybody thought I was really good. And that was partially due to like the boosts that we had. Um, like I said, the buffs, I call them the buffs. Um, the buffs that we had, being able to like play really well felt really good as a batter. Um, but I'm okay not being as good of a pitcher as I was as a batter at that, as long as I'm still okay and contributing to some point. So being a little more involved, I think, has felt good for me. So that's a big thing for pitching. Yeah, I feel like with pitching, you have to be kind of involved with yeah. the team and hitting, you know, you don't have to be, but it's, nope. you know, it's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we definitely got some folks who are in the clubhouse more and discussing stuff and we have some folks that aren't and that's totally fine. If you are getting out of it what you want to get out of it, that's kind of the big thing that we're looking for. Um, and as long as you don't auto, that's fine. So yeah, that's always just, fun. Hey, the great role of Oakland is just blame QJ. So, okay. I can do that. I'm, I, you I know. Do, we, we do that in FCF too. If something's not working in the game, it's always, it's QJ's fault. Because oh, it might be Scotty's fault too. No, it's QJ's fault because he runs all. He Quaddy runs the most sims, so it's obviously Quaddy's fault. Um, and I remember he was telling me the other day. He's like, "Dude, I don't think I've ran a sim forever." No, and he has because every time I do it, I break the sim. It it, I, yeah, I don't know. Um, but it felt so good. So we're gonna talk FCF for a little bit. It felt so good to figure out what was going on. Because were you in the league? when it'd be a while where I just wouldn't sim because pop sims were bad and they would actually break the game. Right. Yes. I was also yeah. in the league when every time y'all put out a file, it took eight and a half hours for me to download it. Yeah. I remember you talking about that. It's like, Oh gosh, this is not so fun. How is he still was, in the, how is he still in the league? I had to especially ask Jeff to like how? put out a small file so mm-hmm. I could download it because like, up until I got my good internet very recently, I hadn't had my um, like my photo and everything, all those like mm-hmm. the uniform and stuff updates in forever. Yeah. Like, like half the players on my team didn't even have my uniform. Mm-hmm. You just didn't change any of those image files, which is the way to do it. It's just, it's super small because the export that you need to give out is not that big and yeah, if there was a way to do like super, super tiny files, that would be something that I would be interested in. But we still shrink it down a good amount. But yeah, super small at times. Like yeah, being able to be like, oh, hey, it's a 10 megabyte download. Awesome. But part of it is like, oh, all the HTML files that come with the box scores and stuff. So I guess that makes sense. Well, there was a two... The initial download, I think, for the link's like two gigabytes. Oh, yeah. It's a huge initial file. Yeah. I, I think it was like a day and a half. Yep. Because uh, I've been running on satellite internet for the longest time. Because mm-hmm. for people who don't know me, I live in the literal middle of nowhere. Yep. And it, it's just hard to get internet there. So. Yes, it wasn't until our like county decided they were going to put out a fiber internet did we actually get access to good internet. That's good. Yeah, it wasn't like when we couldn't afford it. They just no one would run it to us because mm-hmm. 
was out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. You need somebody to actually bring it to you before you can access it, which at times is hard. So that makes sense. But now are you doing, I, I know we've killed like half your team in FCF, but how are you actually doing in FCF? You said you okay. just made some trades. You are in second, you're 25 and yeah. 19. Yeah, I just acquired Mitchell White and I oh, just yeah. acquired Shay Langoliers. Mm -hmm. And I have done absolutely no drafting this year because I have not had time to look over the draft class. So I'm just trading my picks away. That's fair. Where are we in the draft? Helsing brought uh, us up. Oh, it's X. in time. So that makes sense. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm sitting over here dealing with Jeff still. So that's great. But he still, oh no, he doesn't have the best record in the league. Sicily does now. Ugh. Well, that was expected at some point, but. <laughs> yeah, let's just tank. Yeah, we'll see. Tanking works. Yep. I actually haven't looked at Saber's team in so long. Is it actually good? It's actually good. It's annoying, but yeah. that's to be expected. Picking up Adley Rushman doesn't help. Mm -mm. Um, yep, not so good, but that's okay. Um, anything else you want to talk about? Um, you know, I didn't actually bring anything That's okay. to talk about. There's no expectations. Yeah, I very much expected, well, you know, you being the host, you, I expected you to lead it and all, but then we actually mm -hmm. got a lot of good questions. That we I got a bunch of great on. questions. So thank you to everybody who submitted questions. We still need a name. Do you have any name ideas, Will? Mm. Uh, no. That's okay. No. I'm guessing I, we'll probably do something with 352. So I just need to iron that out. Yep, yeah, no. That's okay. I think there were, there was a two or three that when it was initially proposed I actually liked. Mm -hmm. But you know, I'm not very good at making honey names. That's okay. But yeah, if neither of us have anything else to discuss, it is getting kind of late and I'm old and I go to bed kind of early and I've got something to get up for tomorrow too. So I should I'm off, I'm off nice. work and I will be sitting in a field tomorrow. So I got nothing to do. That's okay. Are you going hunting? I am going to prepare for the hunting season. Okay. That is why you're sitting in a field. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Hopefully sitting in the field goes well. Hopefully it's not uh, too cold. Hopefully it's not raining. That's always nice. It's raining a little here. Um, it's finally starting to cool down a little bit, but we were sitting like 80 degrees yesterday. Ugh. And uh, then... I'm sub 40, but ooh, 80 seems like real warm. Yeah, somebody mentioned it was snowing, and I was just like, how mm -hmm. is it? It was you. Yeah, yeah, it snowed. And I was like, how is it snowing? You aren't that far from me. And then mm -hmm. I remember like, I was like... We're north. One one state over and three states up for me. Yep. We're so, north of you. But you're actually a lot farther north than I initially thought. Yeah. Good on me for knowing my geography. That's okay. That's okay. It's a big country. 
There's a lot of people. The only so. geography I know is uh, there's a cornfield to the right of me and there's a cow pasture to the left of me. Not east and west, to the right and to the left. Yeah. That's the important thing. Yep. Um, no, that's fair. But this was fun. Yeah, uh, I will I'm... say I enjoyed, you know, just getting on here, kind of chatting about MLN mm-hmm. and chatting about the season. So, yep. Happy to have you on. Definitely appreciate the fact that you're like, oh, yeah, if need be, you can come back. So that's great. Um, yeah, I never want you to have to talk to yourself. I mean, I do that yeah. plenty anyway, but that's okay. <laughs> Hopefully, you don't have to come back for episode three because that'd be real quick. But I can probably find somebody else to talk to before like episode four. So we'll see. <laughs> Just bring George back in here. Yeah, George and I could definitely talk some. Uh, it gets a little, and maybe I just need to get up before work and have a talk with him because then it's like middle of the day for him there. But we'll see. Yes, either you have to talk to him right at like three o'clock or he has to stay up until like yeah. one o'clock his time. Mm-hmm. I know I he does want... it for, he does it for FCF sometimes. He but... does, but I don't want to do and. You can just kind of be awake for that. I feel like for this, you need to be a little more awake. And I don't want to yeah. do that to him. So yeah. that's okay. But definitely appreciate you coming on. Definitely appreciate you discussing stuff. Always nice to have different opinions. And it's good to have somebody who's not been in the clubhouse for all three years come in and talk about stuff. So nice to know that, oh, hey, this has actually been a good experience for somebody who hasn't been here for all three years and that we have actually been welcoming and it doesn't just feel like that. So that's good. But yeah, it's, it's like I got the outside perspective. Yes. And then now I'm in the clubhouse mm-hmm. seeing what else happening. So I enjoyed it. This has good. been fun. I enjoy Acadia. Hope for many more success, mm-hmm. su- su- successful sessions. Yeah. There's a lot of yeah. S's. There's a lot of S's. Yeah. But. But, uh, you know, hopefully uh, Poe's prediction's right and we end up in the playoffs, mm-hmm. maybe yep. even the whatever we call the World Series. The championship game. Yeah. Just the championship game. No no, no fancy name. No, there is a fancy name, but I don't know the fancy name. <laughs> I've never been close enough to care about the fancy name. I think George may have named it or he may have contributed to the name. So sorry, George, if I should know that name, but I don't. But... It's, yeah, the championship, the ship, the chip, it's fine. But to all of our faithful listeners out there, of course, as always, feel free to send us in questions whenever you don't necessarily have to wait for me to put out the call for questions. You can send me a DM. You can at me on Twitter. My Twitter feed, I think, has come up in the main feed on Discord. You can, those are the two ways to reach out. Don't try to do anything else because there's no other good way to do it um i'm not going to take voicemails anchor can do voicemails we're not going to do the voicemails so no voicemails yet but until next time and until we maybe get a name it'll be 352 something we'll just see but my name 352 days until pabs finds a name no no it's not gonna take that long that's almost a year man no i don't want to do that i don't want to no no that's not gonna happen it'll be Next next episode. Fortunately, we've got some time before that. So we've got episode. at least ten days. Yeah, at least maybe unless we play a really fast game, but wait and see then. But 
He's Will the Thrill. Thank you for being on again, Will. I am James Poblano. Until next time, everybody, please wash your hands. Please be safe out there. Please be nice to people. It's really not that hard. I will talk to you again after next session. Slayers, we're coming for you. We're going to beat you. Have a great day, everybody. Bye.